Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hey y'all, welcome to Dear Alice. Hey y'all. Hey. <laughs> that's my that's my southern intro. <laughs> I love it. How are we doing, guys? guys y'all is so much easier. Like it, I said, it's I know inclusive we, too. It is inclusive. It's faster to say you can get straight to the point. Can we do that in the West? I feel like we should start doing that. Yeah. We do. And people are like, you you don't have an accent. Why are you saying that? And I'm like, it just feels right. Yeah. You know? I mm-hmm. agree. Yes. Um, you guys People wanted to know from us what podcasts we like to listen to. Okay. <laughs> to talk universally, yeah. like what podcasts we all three listen to. Mm-hmm. We listen to Smartless, guys. Yes. Yeah. I love those I guys. Know. Um, Corey turned us on to Smartless. So mm. you tell the people what Smartless is in case they don't know. Smartless is a, a podcast that is hosted by um, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes, uh, all actors. Um, they're really good friends in real life, which is that that's what essential. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It makes it hilarious to me because they're all always busting on each other and mostly Sean, I feel like, but, um, <laughs> yeah. And then, so <laughs> and then they have a, uh, guest every single episode that they're interviewing. And it ranges anywhere from like, you know, uh, a, a screenwriter to the president of the United States. And they, uh, one of them is the inviter of the guests. And when they're recording the podcast, the other, other two don't know who it is. So all the questions that they're thinking of are just like off the dome. Um, it's very entertaining. Yeah. Super funny to listen to. And yeah, they're great. They're great at what they do. Yeah. It's great. And, and I feel like you get to hear from every cool person that you've ever wanted to know. Yeah. You've wanted to know like how they wrote those lyrics or how they came up with this or that. And you get the undercurrent because they ask these great questions because they're in the biz yeah. and they're like cool guys in the biz. And so of course everybody like says yes to really, coming on and listening to them. I feel I'm like I'm like, best friends with them too. Right. Yeah. yeah it's just, super I'm fun. so excited for Jason Bateman when he gets a big award. I'm like, Hey buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice job. Hey, you did it. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Fantastic. So anyway. <laughs> that's a good one. I feel like all three of us love that probably the most. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Mm. yeah. I used to, it's good to like turn my mind off of design sometimes. And so uh-huh. that's usually what I will listen to, to turn my mind off of that, but still have something that's inspiring or interesting yeah. or yes. uh, someone that's really at the top of their game mm-hmm. talking about life and like their profession. I find it fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also, I used to listen to a, a podcast. I haven't done it in a little bit, but it's called second life. Oh, yeah. And it is um, a woman that interviews people. She used to be in advertising and then she went on to do this and she's a great, um, asks great questions. She has uh, celebrities and stars and different people on that did something in their first life. And then their second life was like, for instance, Michelle Pfeiffer, for instance, who's a great actress who then developed the perfume line called Henry Rose because, um, either her or her husband have allergens. And so she couldn't wear perfume until she developed this line. So she comes on to talk about becoming a perfumer in her second life. Mm-hmm. So many of us have several versions of ourselves and of our lives. And it's just fun to see how one person started here and ended up there. And I feel like so many of us might be like, Corey, you're in a second life right now. You're a musician turned, you know, working at Alice Lang. You still do music, you yeah, know, but yeah. I feel like we all have just different passions. And so it's really easy to relate to that. I feel like Oprah's masterclass and yeah. Oprah's, Podcasts have been great. I listen to masterclass quite often. Yeah. So totally. Yeah. You can learn anything from like cooking. I just watched the one with Ron Finley, who's like mm-hmm. kind of an urban, you know, like you wouldn't guess it, but he's an urban like landscaper. And anyway, just 
I was no. hoping you were going to say an urban legend. Well, an <laughs> urban legend, that too. You should listen to it. It's it's really, really good. They're all so good. Yeah. Um, we we actually learn from a masterclass every Monday in our design center. We like to learn from one of the greats. So we did Frank Gehry's, which was awesome. Right now we're doing Anna Wintour. We did Kelly Wurstler. And yeah, so you can, you can zip through those pretty quickly if you're yeah. just like on a rhythm. But I, th- I think um, staying curious and keeping your mind kind of um, just reaching for excellence in, in whatever area, it really changes the way that you think and you kind of rise up above all of the things that make you feel like you can't do it and you get to this space of greatness in your head that you believe that you can. Yeah. And so I think it's really great to just always be tapping into higher, higher ideas and learning from the greats that did them. And podcasts are just such a fun way to do that. So yeah. I really appreciated the question. Thanks for asking us, Kelsey Wobbler. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So we were sitting down trying to figure out exactly what to call this podcast. And um, Corey had a great question. And at the same time, I had had a listener question that happened to DM my Instagram account. And they kind of went together. So we we're like, maybe we haven't talked about layering yeah. enough, which is kind of the superpower when it comes to the styling portion of interior design Mm -hmm. is just really getting those layers dialed in. It's also a really great storytelling piece and it's a great fashion piece. And so, and I think it separates the goods from the greats. That's my opinion. I a hundred percent agree. And it gives the house a beat and a soul. And when we walk through and high point and there's very few showrooms that are extraordinary to us as designers and we go, whoa, take a beat. Like just everybody be quiet. Like mm-hmm. get out your cameras. We're going to video this. When it's really great, it's because the layers and the styling is on point. Mm-hmm. And it's way different than a room that isn't styled well. The furniture doesn't even look good when it's not styled well. So we're like, so true. let's see if there's a way with our voices, not with visuals, <laughs> that we can really break down why and how to layer One thing about that too, is like when we say layers, you guys might be thinking like maximalism and a lot of stuff, but I will say when we went to like Thomas Pheasant's most recent, you know, installation in his showroom Mm -hmm. and it was so pared back and it was so edited, the layers were everything in that, in the fact that they were strong with the design intent of that look, but you felt layers within and depth within the photography and the art that was on the wall, mm-hmm. even though it was framed really simply and beautifully and edited. And there was like a rhythm to like a lot of these narrow slats that give interest to the shadow and the light that like shines through them. And so mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you have to be like goopy and gobbly. And um, because we, we know right now that like publishers, they actually don't want a lot of layers. They want this kind of like effortless, um, Mm-hmm. Authentic. authentic, authentic. I was going to say stealth wealth, but what was the other mm-hmm. quiet luxury quiet luxury of just having it be like really easy and not too many layers. Right. So mm-hmm. anyway, I think the layers, it's just, it's all in the intent of who lives there. Yeah. You it's know? also the way the silhouettes play against each other within, within a scene, right? Like yeah. how the profile of this chair looks against the the back of that sofa or yeah. this, or how that cocktail table kind of intersects between these two chairs and you see those shapes. And mm-hmm. so there's a lot, there's a lot to layering and a lot for the eye to appreciate. But, um, this, this came because Corey, what was, you had a question yeah. It was the same as the DM that I got. Well, is basically like I, who's, this video was, you posted the video or is it on Alice? Oh yes. Okay. okay. So yeah. And Alice Lane Holmes, Instagram, if you guys don't follow us, um, you can go to the feed, 
It was uh, posted probably early May 2023. Mm-hmm. It was a video. Um, it wasn't even on. It wasn't on layering. I honestly I can't remember. But I was just looking. It's People just wanted to see inside Jess's home. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. We're giving like room tours of our home, so you guys are going to want to see because Susan's house is next, and um, you can kind of see the way that we live in our own houses. And so we were just back in my family room where we just live and watch TV all the mm-hmm. time. But I just noticed every as the camera like panned around. There's just layer, like amazing layering everywhere. You had uh, artwork behind your um, TV, which I think is great because like the TV, then it it doesn't feel like the TV is like the focal point. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you had one of our mirrors, one of our new mirrors, and you had a a occasional chair in front of it. And I was like, wow, that's like really interesting. And then a totem next to that, which is still kind of in front of the mirror. And I was like, this video is a masterclass on layering, you know? Mm -hmm. So we should do a... uh, a podcast episode on that. And you were like, someone actually asked me about that. So it'd be great to kind of do a little bit of a deeper dive than you could do in a. Did you know that 35% of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy earth bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't, I'm freezing. My husband's hot. This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us when we started sleeping on Cozy Earth. You can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable. They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee and a 10-year warranty, which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your hand, to your um, hand. It's like slippery dolphin, like your feet swishing around is so, so addictive. I can't sleep with anything but cozy earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, Also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with cozy earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self-care your sleep health, if you just head over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. You guys, we don't have to wait for a sale. You can use this anytime. Again, the code is DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. Better sleep awaits you with Cozy Earth. Instagram DM. Totally, so. yeah. So Pamela Simone DM'd me and um, she asked me this question. I, I already answered the DM, but I thought I'd bring it up here. She said, the pictures behind the TV are so interesting to me. Why, did you, why didn't you? Why did you hang your TV on the wall? And how and why did you make this choice? I love it. So um, in my great room, I have a pitched ceiling back there and it probably goes up to 17 feet. Um, And I have a really beautiful, big, like lake house ceiling back there with wood and big white beams. But then that also left me with a 17 foot tall wall. And then it's the full width of the room. So it's a pretty, it's the biggest wall. The, all the other walls have windows on it. So this is the only wall that's just, you know, sheetrocked, painted, just a lot of vast space. And that's the wall that the TV's on because then we didn't want to put the TV in front of the windows. I don't like the look of a hung TV. I never have. Um, I don't like the look of a TV above a fireplace. I also think that a TV should be uh, at eye level while you're seated so that when you're watching TV, it's right in front of you. So that meant that we were going to put the TV on top of a piece of furniture and there would be all of this space behind the TV because I'm not going to mount it to the wall. Mm-hmm. I just like a TV on the boomerang base that it comes on just sort of, and then layered behind it are these massive big Capistrano seaweed 
pieces of art that I got from Natural Curiosities, and they really fill up the space and they pair nicely with the scale of the piece of furniture. And then the TV just sort of overlaps it. So you're not going to see the bottom, you know, third of the art, but the Capistrano seaweed's not so fascinating. It's not like I'm covering up a family portrait and you can't see a third of my family, right? I'm really finished. It's just really, it's just really large botanicals yeah. and it's okay that you're not seeing a third of it. My brain can figure out what the rest of it looks like, mm-hmm. right? But when you also approach the room, you do get a vantage point where you do kind of capture that and yeah. there's like this intrigue. And I think I remember when you did this and like when we've done this before, I think also the idea of just like embracing you know, modern technology, mm-hmm. you know, it, it looks like the art always existed there. Like you had this beautiful console, the art always existed there. Mm-hmm. You may have not had a TV right there, but you've added it on top of for modern convenience. And I think that's part of the layering is just like making sure that like you have some foundational things on your wall. And then how are you adding for like your convenience or for the actual function of the space mm-hmm. space needed a TV. That's how we live. We all know it. We're not trying to hide them behind our Mars anymore mm-hmm. and massive pieces of furniture, but we actually get to just like, cause even if you did, you always had the doors open on those things anyway. Right. You know? So yeah. we know that and we designed for that. And this is just a beautiful way to anchor the room. I love this. I love that storytelling so much, which is, which is that design for your room and then figure out how the technology is going to fit into this in a way that doesn't celebrate the technology. You're really just celebrating what's the most beautiful thing for my room, which is, which I think is a great designer, right? Where when you put the TV on top of a fireplace, that's a glory for no one. Glory for no one. Yeah, where that should yeah. be like your most celebrated mirror piece of artwork, piece of, you know what I mean? Should be just really, really beautiful. Yeah. And then you can put that TV down lower, secondary on a piece of furniture, something else. But yeah, yeah I love the sentiment so much of like yeah. design the room first and then make technology fit into it. Totally. Yeah, really, really smart. Okay. Okay. A few um, talking points we have about layering. Um, I, Sue and I have been getting really juicy about this episode because we're so excited and we've looked back at past projects and, and whatnot. So um, what would you think the first point we should make, Sue? Oh gosh. Okay. We have like a whole list of things in that. I was also, I'm going to, I'm going to start with flooring. Mm, gorgeous. Yeah. So yeah. on your actual floor, like when you're layering, we obviously we're a big advocate for the rug, right? So you mm-hmm. have like your wood floor, if you inherited it from a remodel or, you know, an existing home or something that you actually got to select. Um, and then we start to add these layers in with the rug. And I feel like that's such an important layer. Mm-hmm. I just, and I'm, I love like rugs anyway, but um, whether it's just like having one rug that's like large enough for your home to layer other things on top of. I just think that that is foundational. Like we don't, you know, we want the rug to kind of go underneath everything, you know? And so then you're layering your furniture, your tables, your lighting on top of this rug. Mm -hmm. Right. And then that rug's going to be talking to the other layers. You know, usually you'll pick out the rug before you then start to paint, Mm -hmm. you know, or figure out what your walls are doing. And so then that layers on top of that scheme. And so there's so much that can come from your rug. Um, and then obviously like, then you get into the layering of rugs, mm-hmm. you know, if you're like really eccentric and you have like these amazing hand knotted pieces from like your travels, but they're not quite big enough for your rug, then you're going to layer that on top of, you know, a, a giant jute rug or something. So it encompasses all your furniture layers as well. So, um, yeah, it's like the Nancy Myers of, of layering kind of a, an idea. We also have done a thing where in, let's say a primary suite where you have a large rug under a bed, but then you have a sitting area. Mm-hmm. 
So then you put a second rug down overlapping. We'll generally use like a large sheepskin and then kind of put a small grouping around that. So your little bare feet, um, you know, before bed can dig in that or your slippers. And it's a really textural experience, obviously adds a lot of visual softness and feels like heaven. And that's how you want to feel about a bedroom. So those layers can give back to the feeling of a space, which is I think super key. And, um, since you guys all love design, I feel like you guys appreciate, you know, knowing how to do some of those things. And we, and just so everyone knows, we do put rugs on top of carpet. Yes, we do. So, as far as like that layer. So I'm like, it's actually funny because I think both in Jess's bedroom and my primary bedroom, neither of us have rugs under our bed, <laughs> but it's due to the size and like where the bed is actually sit- yeah. seated. We both have but small like, bedrooms. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if I had a larger bedroom that like I had a lot of space in front of the bed to float a rug with mm-hmm. a settee and that you still could appreciate the rug. Sorry, I'm backing. Yeah, it, I'm okay. moving a no, lot yeah. in this podcast. So that means Suzanne's <laughs> trying to tell you the story with her body. She could feel <laughs> so me looking sorry. at her and just be like, get close to that mic. Damn it, Sue. Okay. But if I had a larger room that like I could appreciate some of the rug and not have the whole thing covered, then that would make sense. Or if it's a tripping hazard, don't do a rug. But I think that the layer is beautiful. And know that it like there will be shifting and you might have to heavy Velcro that sucker down. I don't mm-hmm. know. But I think the look is desirable. And I just, I love rugs and I love feeling those layers underneath mm-hmm. my feet. And the rug defines a space, right? So, um, you know, if Sue and I got to be so fortunate to live like our, live like our clients live one day, um, then we would, you know, obviously have big gracious rugs in our rooms. But that sort of defines the area where the bed is and the nightstands and maybe a little settee at the foot of the bed. And without it, it feels really sort of vacant. And it just looks like the room is so massive. And then the furniture pieces are clustered together in the middle of the room without the rug sort of defining that space, yeah. the layer of that rug. Yeah. So it's, it's really key in like tying things together. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what, even if, if you were on like hardwood floor in your bedroom and say you live in an older home, mm-hmm. um, then I would for sure do that. I think Jess and I both have carpet like from wall to wall. So there is something soft, but I do think that softness is important Mm -hmm. underneath your feet. And so, and in a lot of like magazines, you'll notice they do these kind of like runner, like artisan rugs, like on the side of the bed where you step off or they'll have a sheepskin or Mm -hmm. something. And that layer gives back. Mm -hmm. Even if you are a hardwood floor, do something for your feet to land on because it creates a feeling. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Okay. I love that. That's great. Um, another layer, I guess, foundational are rugs on carpet. Where do we want to go from there? Um, I think feel like the accent chair is a really nice layer. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also great things to say about cocktail tables, um, which also go like in the middle of the room on top of the rug. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many ways, directions we can take this, but yeah, on furniture layering, I think it's all in like, again, kind of attest to the function of the room. Like how big is your cocktail table? A couple successful incidences of just like furniture layering that we were talking about before this is there was a home that we did back in 2015 and she had this sunroom and she had like a day bed and a sofa and the whole thing was like windows. And we did this massive um, cocktail table that was actually like gold out of resin. And it was from Century. It was an outdoor one. And it was so rad and it sculptural. It looked like kind of like one of those Burlwood tables, if you will. It's yeah. like live edge. It, and then it looked like it was dipped in bronze. Yeah. And yeah. like just like this really burnished dark. So that one had a lot of texture, but I'm like, I just wanted something more to, to hit that day bed. And so we did this like clean acrylic, like kind of waterfall rectangle, just kind of floating over this mm-hmm. other cocktail table. And you guys, 
like music from the choir, song from the birds. Like it was so magical, the tension of those layers. And I think that's probably one thing that you probably saw with those layers is just like the tension of material, mm-hmm. you know, when you start to add layers, like, you know, really ornate chair in front of a clean mirror or, you know, that clean acrylic over that gilded bronze mm-hmm. was really, really interesting. And it kind of, it just gives that spirit gives back to the room and you'll know if it's wrong when you start to play with this, mm-hmm. you know, and then you'll also know if it's right. And that was the right move for that. I kind of do a similar thing, not in that grandeur, but I love it in my living room where I have the Luca cocktail table, which is like really clean and edited. But then I have like a little uh, side table that sits higher than my cocktail table. And I have that kind of just like nesting over and kind of layered with it just to add height graduation Mm -hmm. and texture difference. So I had this like gold yellowy resin table that kind of just like sleeves over the, the cocktail table. And it's just so fun to just like kind of pull up or put the drink there. Um, I think there's a lot of just like tiered layering that you guys can do within the surfaces of your home as you start to collect. And I think the collecting, I think that's also part of it. As you collect more, you find ways to just kind of zhuzh that in mm-hmm. and make it work with the other players in the room. So as you guys continue to collect, and I imagine Jess, that's how yours home is too. Mm-hmm. As you've gotten more things, you're like, ooh, I bet this would actually look really rad behind this piece. I wonder if that would fit. Let me try it. So a lot of the layering is just like playing with it in your home. Totally. And seeing what actually like sticks and what like wasn't a good idea, but you yeah. tried it out anyway. We just did a thing yesterday and I just walked by it before recording the podcast in the showroom. Um, So we have a furniture store in Utah and it's probably like 9,000 square feet. And in the opening, when you walk in, you're in a vestibule, which is, you know, you open the front doors and then there's another set of doors you go in. But we kind of painted this vestibule like this dark, dark teal color. And we put a French chest on each side of it with huge mirrors that reach up to the ceiling and beautiful sconces. And then it's just kind of like like a... Uh, an exercise in styling that we're constantly doing on those French chests. So recently we're like, let's do a full green color story since green is kind of having its moment right now. So we brought in massive fishtail palms, which are like 55 inches tall in clear vases. And those palms created a layer in front of the mirror, Mm -hmm. kind of disguising it, which I think socially is always a good move because people act weird in front of mirrors. Mm -hmm. They get a mirror face and they're like always looking back at themselves. Adjusting something. And they, they act differently with a group of people than they would if the mirror weren't there. Mm -hmm. And so there's kind of this authenticity piece that goes away because of this um, mask that they want to put on, right? In front of the mirror. So I'm like, let's just get rid of the mirror altogether. I don't want people checking themselves out when they come in. So we put these big, huge fishtail palm arrangements in front. And then the layer in front of the mirror gives us twice as many fishtail palms. But then underneath it becomes this little shelter for accessories and art and different things like that. So I think it looks so fantastic. I really love it. It wouldn't be near as magic if the mirror weren't there, even though it's hiding like the human experience from seeing themselves in the mirror. And then just the the accessories get kind of a 360 degree tour because the back of it is also Mm -hmm. mirrored. So yeah, it's a really, it's a really fantastic um, sort of study of the layer of bringing in a plant or a tree and having a canopy in a room, even though there's then a ceiling above it or, you know, drapery. And so like draping a portion of the walls um, adds a lot of softness and height and layers, right, with the drape, but then the canopy comes in and then that adds in another additional layer. Kind of just these tiers, you know, kind of graduate your eye up and down and you never quite, you don't 
your eye doesn't have to stop and like mm-hmm. at a hard moment. Right? Totally. And, and there's always, I feel like in styling, there's always like triangles that your eye is making like low, medium, high. Mm-hmm. Right. So like the drapery and the ceiling are like living at the highest point. And then you come down and there's a canopy also like a lamp. You're going to have light sort of bouncing around at different levels where you're going to have ceiling light. You're going to have lamp light. Maybe you'll have candlelight lower. Right. Natural so light coming from the architecture and the yeah. You know, the windows and great point. Yeah. So bouncing and layering in light and layering in, you know, canopies and draperies and those mm-hmm. kinds of things also really yeah. add to the magic. Yeah. Also, I was just going to say with the mirror, we, in a lot of rooms, like be it like we just did one in a music room and it kind of reflects the piano, you know? And so like floor mirrors are just a great way to like introduce light to a dark corner mm-hmm. to introduce like, you know, just to bounce something, you know, Back. And so we we'll usually, we layer a lot with mirrors, be it a floor it's, mirror it's that's like leaning. A, it's like adding a window. It to is that adding door. a window. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because any light that's in the room will bounce off of that. Mm-hmm. And it'll reflect whatever's in, just like the fishtail palm, like this music room will like bounce off the reflection of the piano, you know, and the light that's sitting by the piano and the, you know, and then even with floor mirrors and things, like a lot of times, like in bedrooms, we'll usually have a floor mirror somewhere and we'll like nest either a table or a perching chair or something to put on your boots or, or something. You just get to get two of that cute chair mm-hmm. because of the mirror. And it just, it's a space expanding trick. Um, it's functional. We all act weird in a mirror. Mm-hmm. For sure I do. So yeah, but it's, it's a really great way to, I think, also introduce height Yes. To, you know, if you have short ceilings, I think you grow your whole house mm-hmm. exponentially when you go taller and larger scale on your mirror. Yeah. So. If there's ever a dead corner and you put a mirror in there sure. and a perch chair, like Sue said, I mean, like that piano room, you'll probably get two piano players because of it. You'll get the one playing it and then you get the reflection of the back of his arm playing it. And whatever your vantage point in the room is, somebody will be able to see him better because there's that that second height, that bit of light, that bit more movement, it just really adds magic to the house. So yeah, lots, lots to be said and done about the layering of a mirror in a space. Yep. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Really good. Okay. Um, I've layered shelves in front of my windows in my kitchen. Oh, and so pretty. Yeah. I love it. I think it's, it's really great. And I don't mind not having the view there. I have lots of other windows to look out, but I do, you know, I do raise and lower the shades behind it and I can see my puppy out on the deck or, you know what I mean? Like I still feel informed through your objects too, is really pretty. Those are layers. So all these things like add dimension, Mm -hmm. right. To a space and just make it more interesting. Layers add interest. It's just like a painting. You know, like if you look at a great painting, there's pockets of it where the layers and the depth is really, really interesting. You can tell that it wasn't just like one color, but then there's spots where like the white space is the layer that it needed, Mm -hmm. you know? So you'll kind of know like where, if you get too many layers, it starts to feel a little crazy, you know, a little claustrophobic. So you know where to like edit and back off Mm -hmm. in some of your layering. Yeah. I say this, like you guys all do this for a living that you'll know, but I think hope like pay attention and just like look at enough magazines and do your research. If this is, this is the look you want, Mm. which I think, I think this is what gives the house soul. Like we always say the last layer Mm -hmm. is our favorite. And these, these things can only be in that design laboratory in your home, in our clients' homes and, you know, in the showroom. Um, It's when we like know that it's good. We kind of step away and we're like, okay, that's good. I yeah. felt something when I put the object there, that reflection hit it and the light hit it in certain ways. Mm-hmm. So I feel like layering to it, it brings a uniqueness because 
I mean, the reality is like, there's not like endless possibilities as far as like furniture goes. So people are going to, you know, you're going to buy something that maybe that someone else has. That's just the way retail yeah. is. But if bringing it into your space and layering it with things that you have, like people aren't going to be taking that same exact item or piece and layering it with the stuff that you have, you know? Mm -mm. So that's where like individualism mm -hmm. comes in. And, you know, like I said, the way you use that mirror that we got in and the totems in front of us like, man, that, and then that chair right there, like, and then the art is next to it on the walls. Like that just looked, it looked amazing. And I was like, that's, that was like, you know, like I said, a master class in layering. So I thought it was really cool. And that's, it only really looks that way. Like it could look that way in your space and your mm -hmm. space only, and it'll look different in someone else's space, totally. you know? Yeah. But that Fantastic. same concept just like still applies. I feel like each of us probably in our primary suites have some sort of floor mirror. Am I right? So we can just make sure mm. we know which shoes look best with our outfit, yep. but that mirror doesn't have to sit there alone. You know what I mean? Like yep. you can pair it with the small totem or you could put a chair on it like Suze was talking about so you can sit down and pull on your boots. And it's these things are accommodating. Like in the old days when we would go into people's homes um, and we would just do like one room at a time, we would go in and oftentimes all we would see is just um, a sectional or matching sofas and matching chairs or a sofa and love seat. And for whatever reason, they didn't consider side tables or lamps. And these are the pieces that come in and layer and give the arm interest or give the arm something to connect with. And they enhance our human experience, you know, mm -hmm. even like funny, but we developed this little thing called the Harper hand. It's this brass hand. It's really long. There's an open palm on one end at the very far end. There's a closed palm. And what we developed it for was to go inside an open book, an open cocktail table book. The spine of a book. Right. Yeah. But then to up level it, we made a book cradle, which is acrylic. And so that holds the book and gives that its own layer mm -hmm. on the cocktail table. And then the Harper hand sits in the crotch of the book, if you will. That's what my dad would call it. Yeah. So like the open spine, right. And it just gives us a little bit of elevation, I think to it and gives it a usefulness. And that layer also makes you feel 10,000 times more interesting, right? Yeah. It gives it interest. Or you could put an old beaded necklace in the spine, or you could put a calligraphy brush in the spine, but it's the storytelling. It's the layering that gives your house this soul, this heartbeat, this. And the book is going to be different for each one of us. The book that we yeah. put in that cradle, yep. totally. which is what adds the personality. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Yeah. So that's going to be the storytelling that happens when people sit around your cocktail table and be like, what? Tell you all this collection and you've got rocks in a, in an old horn bowl, or you've got an old leather journal tied up and you've got a feather, you know, coming through it because that's what grandpa used to, you know, collect when he would be out or you've got grandpa's old coins or these are the things that are really interesting. These layers that tell our story that you really, if you love design, I promise you, you can get your husband's old crusty stuff out and you can put it there or your uncle's whatever, or your great cousins, or it's the storytelling of your life and your family. And it's going to give it interest. And there's going to be a beautiful book cradle to hold it, or you're going to have the most gorgeous thing to put in the spine. That's better than anything we have because it's from your history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we can honestly say that we've been in homes. Like I'm just thinking about like Walker, the Walker lane home, you know, mm -hmm. and like, there's just, there's so much good layering that is 100% his because of his experiences. So mm -hmm. just like, I think layers are stuff that you grab on your travels, you grab from your experiences, you reflect on those things. And those are the layers that get really good. Yeah. You know, it makes it, so, that's what makes it yours. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah. 
Awesome. Well, that is layering, guys. If you guys have in any, a nutshell, in sorry. a nutshell, I know it's it's <laughs> deep, really it's complex. big, but I think it's one of those things that you'll be kind of quickened to it as you. Now that we've said the bit that we have, you'll notice it, and then you'll find ways to incorporate a little bit more of it and continue to sort of. It's a living, breathing, massaging thing that you're going to continue to touch and light. It's pattern. It's any of those things, like depending on your style, that you can layer, and that's your superpower. Cheers. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 